Good evening, everyone. We come today to worship our God, as we know, they're telling us the storm is coming, but he won't come into the church. He was safe right here. I was told of a story of uh, one, one Irish man, like my fellow Irish, that this Irish man was from drinking, was kind of like a, a wino. So he was from drinking, was trying to walk back home. And as he's walking back home, he goes th- uh, nearby the church. So he sees a sign and says, Confessions in progress. So he realizes, well, I haven't been in confession in a long time. I think this is the right opportunity. So he walks in into the confessional. He staggers down, begins his confession. As he begins to confess his sins, the, the priest couldn't contain the smell. Okay? He says, okay, let's make this short. He asked him, have you murdered someone in recent times? The man says, no. He said, okay. I'm going to give you absolution, and you can live. So I give him the absolution, the guy. He tries to go out, trying to make sense of everything. So what has just happened? So as he walks out of the church, he finds another wino walking around. He asked him, where are you going? Say, I'm going for confessions. He asked him, well, I don't think Father will take you today. Say, why? Say, he's only taking murder cases today. As we come to worship today, all the reading from the first reading to the gospel, they are calling us to focus on one main theme, the divine authority. That's the main theme. And when we talk about authority today, let us agree that uh, it does not cause comfortable feelings. Because in the way that most people have been having authority have misused it. Not all of them, but most of them have misused it. When you look into our political spectrum, we see how the politician misused the authority they have. When you look into law enforcement, there are some have misused the authority. When you look into the church, we see how authority has been misused. So today, this Sunday, we are being called to meditate upon the divine authority in which we participate. It is not our authority. It's the divine authority. That's why in the first reading today, Deuteronomy chapter 18, verse 15 to 20, what is happening? Moses has been with these people for many years, more than 40 years, since Egypt. And as now, before they enter into the promised land, Moses' time is over. He's going to die. And the people are so scared because they're going to lose someone who has been leading them so successfully for all these years. Secondly, they're afraid. They're going to lose a prophet who has been teaching them the will of God. That was the reason why they're so scared. And in that process, they crying out to Moses says, how shall we know how to do the will of God if you are gone? So Moses takes this prayer back to God. And then God answers the prayer and tells Moses, tell the children of Israel that I will raise them a prophet like you from among their kin. And I will put my word in his mouth. So what is Jesus teaching them today? We see God, Jesus who is word incarnate, Telling Moses, say, I will put my word in his mouth. This prophet will raise up. And he will teach them everything. 
Now, what we see today is the primary role of a prophet is to teach the truth, is to speak what God has told him to speak. That's why he says, if he speaks what I didn't send him to, I will punish him. If I, he doesn't speak what I've told him, I'll punish him. So if you go also in Ezekiel chapter 18, verse 3, that's what God tells Ezekiel. He says, I am appointing you a watchman for the house of Israel. If I tell you to warn them and you don't, I will hold you responsible for their death if they die. So we see that the primary role of a prophet here is to speak the word of God. And that's what makes it authentic. That he or she, if the prophetess, is not speaking his or her own word, it's the divine word that God has told him or her to speak. The same, we see that transition into the whole Old Testament, the New Testament, and the Gospel. The Gospel is set up, Jesus comes to the synagogue as it is his tradition. What they did is proclaim the word of God, and someone gives an exposition. And Jesus reads the word of God and begins to teach. And immediately the people realizes that he's teaching with authority. He's not telling them, I think God thinks this. No, no, he's not thinking for them. He's teaching them what God expects of them, what God is calling them to. And people realizes that. And the Bible says they were astonished by his teaching. They saw there was something different in his teaching. And he's showing his authority in teaching, first of all. So the more we teach, not teach what we want to teach, every teaching must align itself to the truth. And that's what makes it authentic. So the closer we come to God, the closer we're going to teach what God wants us to teach. And that makes it authentic. Secondly, Jesus exposes his authority by delivering a demoniac. So all these showing us that the first thing Jesus does is his authority to teach. Secondly, to heal. Now, what does this have to do with all of us today? All of us here today, in any position we have, we have some kind of authority we share from God. Be it a parent, a teacher, a doctor, a priest, a cop, we have some authority, but that authority is not yours. It's from God. And God has put in this position, first of all, to teach the truth, to speak the truth. But sometimes the truth is so expensive, we're afraid of speaking it. It's going to annoy someone. Well, God doesn't tell you that don't be annoyed, says speak it. So secondly is to heal. Jesus is using his power and authority to heal. He's not using his power to dominate, like what we're going, what's going on today in our world. Those in our office are using it to dominate, to break, to fulfill themselves to the extent that they don't care of the consequences. It's a challenge for us as Christians today because God is asking us that all of us, we have this authority which comes from God and is going to hold us accountable how we've used it. So if you're a parent in a house, how do you use your authority as a parent? You first of all have to use it to teach your children what is right, what is wrong, 
what is God given, what's not. That's the first thing you're going to do it. Secondly, is to heal what's broken. If we use our authority to heal, this world will be a better place. But those who have it either afraid or they're shy, or it's none of my business. And that's very scary. So as we come today to worship, ask yourself, which kind of authority do you have in life? And how are you really using it? Are you using it to dominate or to uplift? So secondly, all of us, we need to pray that God give us good teachers. We know that all of us, that we have some moral models in our life. There may have been someone in your life who you still remember, say, there was this teacher in my life. It may be your parent, maybe your uncle, maybe your great-grandparents. And when you think back, you say, he or she taught me well. He taught me this thing. So we need to pray to have good teachers in our lives. And once we do that, then we're going to approach the altar of God, thanking him. So I invite you this weekend, take time when you're home in your free time. Think about how Jesus is using his authority is to heal, to teach, to comfort. And so he is inviting us to approach him for liberation because that's how he uses authority, to liberate us from all dominions. That's why he says, I come so that they may have life and have it in full. So let us approach Christ without fear, knowing that he is a God who rebellates, not to punish. Secondly, let us check ourselves. How are you using your God-given authority? How are you using it? Have, I, have you abused it? If we have abused it, we can approach God and say, we are sorry. That's why we have the reconciliation. It gives us a chance to start off again. And then we pray to give us, to make us good teachers and pray for more good teachers in the world who will teach the truth that is authentic to God's teaching. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit.